0: Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised.
1: What's the chance that you have an alchemist around here? Um, very good. Where can I find said alchemist? Right here.
2: of the dark ice takes the party through a perilous, far-flung region of the world, an arctic ocean known as the Crystal Sea. These gelid waters are strongly influenced by planes of cold and darkness that bend close. Ghostly mists from the ethereal plain sweep over the sea like morning fog, and long shadows choke out light in unnatural ways, fed by the darkness of the plain of shadow. The sun is wan and distant here, rarely breaking over the frozen peaks to illuminate the freezing water. Nevertheless, life, both natural and otherwise, thrives in the face of such adversity. In this adventure, the party will skirt icebergs as they escape pursuit of a monstrous hunter and negotiate a tense peace with others stranded in the ice. If they succeed, They must pass their final obstacle before reaching the edge of the world, an ancient elven castle ruled by a fiend that seeks to snuff out all happiness and joy.
0: So how much into your funds did it cut into? Um, Like, did it make a dent or did it? About half. Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Because um, we had 2,000 gold in, like, treasure and gems and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then over the course of games and fluctuations, I had 2,100 <laughs> 2, in gold coins alone. Oh, wow. So I still got some other stuff that I could barter off with, but.
0: So you're mostly dealing with the coin, not the stuff that just has value.
1: Yeah, basically. I've now, I've now pound off, pawned off all of our artwork, all of the gems. All those little knick-knack things. Yeah. I do ask him, I go, what's the chance that you have an alchemist around here?
0: Um. very good
1: where can I find said alchemist right here <sighs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry I gotta have a little bit of fun once in a while
1: <laughs> like the look on my face is the exact same look of Mer- on Mercer's face <laughs> I was really hoping for gunpowder
3: components.
0: <laughs> he stops, he just kind of tilts his head slightly and goes, What were you looking for? Gunpowder. Oh, yeah. In, in, in a village of mostly ice, yeah. I have volcanic powder, does that help you? Does it explode? Hmm. Uh, not in the way you think
1: I'm looking for things that explode even something like this and I pull out a crystal explosion like that or put it back in pull out one of the bombs it's right
0: there. okay so it's not gonna go big kaboom but I do have a personalized um a personalized alchemy sort of potion, and he goes, "Just give me a minute." Walks around behind a shelf, comes back around, <clears throat> holds up this little bottle, and it has like a red and purple liquid swirling around in it. But they don't seem to mix. Mix. Mm-hmm. He goes, "It's not going to explode, but you can throw it, and it causes uh, damage. It, it causes a fiery, acidic sort of type of damage if it hits."
1: Mercer staring
0: at intently at him.
1: You're Details. Familiar,
0: you're familiar with uh Alchemist fire, right? Yes. Okay. Same idea, but instead of just being fire, it's fire and acid. How potent.
1: I mean as he pulls out an alchemist fire tincture or you know, tube is like that. That's a, this is a, that's a, that's just as good as this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> How much?
0: What's the cost on an alchemist player I forget? That's the appliar's handbook. Yeah. That I have to look up. Uh,
1: fifty gold for a flask.
0: Okay. Um sixty-five. But it's exactly the same as this. But does acid as well as fire. So essentially 2d4? No, it's the same amount of damage, but both fire and acid. So still a single d4? (coughs) Meh. It's just because it's more damage, or more types of damage. Meh. Put it to you this way. You're resistant to fire. Mercer's resistant to fire. Yeah. Because it does both fire and acid, it would still do the full effect of damage to even Mercer. Because it's not just fire damage. Am I making sense now? (coughs) Well, I'd still take... I'd still resist some of the damage, regardless. But it's the same damage as acid, and you're not resistant to acid. So, even if you... Didn't take the effect from the fire, you'd still take the damage from the acid. Acidic fire, basically. So, okay.
3: That's only a d4.
0: (laughs) Well, I mix them all together. I would say say your prayers and make sure you've written out your will.
1: That sounds worthwhile. How much you got?
0: Are you, are you, are you trying to die?
1: Well, when you've gone against the ancient great worm, you've gone against a lich leviathan,
0: uh, you know, meh. Let me rephrase this. You go to mix them, you won't get the chance to throw it. It's going to blow up in your face. sure about that yeah I should no I made them
1: outside a game question hmm. Mercer has Alchemist stuff too can he make an a, a Arcana check to
0: mix it'd be I tell you right now out a game it's gonna be a very difficult DC what while we talking here like
1: 25 30 I need a I need know specifically the number It's important.
0: Okay, it's 30 because it is going to be nearly impossible. I can't make it 30. Yeah, no. Well, I could make it 30. You'd have to roll a natural 20, wouldn't you? With flash of genius. (laughs) How froggy are you feeling there, buddy? And yes, if you tried to do more than two potions, the DC is going to go up because it's more concentrated. Experiment time.
1: Throws down the uh, 130 gold, takes two tinctures, walks outside. (laughs) Gets away from people, make sure... Everyone is away from perception check. That's a six. Still don't see anybody. Okay. Good. Uh, Okay, so at a bare minimum, I
0: have to roll seventeen for your Arcana check to be a thirty.
1: Because my Arcana is a plus eight. So with a Flash of Genius, that gives me an additional plus five.
0: <laughs> uh, just for, just to clarify here, if you fail, I'm rolling the damage on you. That's fine. And as I said before, if you end up taking damage, you're going to take the full effect because it's both acid and fire. That's fine. He does it. It explodes <laughs> I knew it I knew it uh, And almost for max seven points <laughs>
1: So that was a hunter so sixty-five gold that was one thirty
0: And from back at the building you hear the penguin go
2: Told ya. Walks
1: back in. Throws another 130 on the counter. Oh my gosh. Two more tinctures. Walks back outside.
0: I only have three more of those. Sweet. Blows up on me. <laughs> you said seven. You're starting to... Uh, that was the first one. Man. You're starting to draw a little bit of a crowd as people are just seeing a rock come walking out. <laughs>
1: oh. Walks back in. Takes the other two.
0: Hang on, hang on. Okay,
1: so that one. You was... can't kill me with it, so it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, no. But you're still taking damage. Yeah, that's right. That fine. one was five points.
1: Okay. Throws another 130 on it, takes two of, two of the last three he has.
0: That's the last I'm selling to you.
1: Ah, come on. It was on a 17
0: and then kicked a three. <laughs> <laughs> that's your dice, said You're done. <laughs> Oh, you got lucky. That was minimal damage. Two points. Just enough went up into your nostrils. (coughs) The, uh...
1: Come here. Dang it. I'm fine. What'd you do? Just cast, uh, Cure Wounds. What was the dice roll for? Cure Wounds. Oh,
0: for... Okay. Yeah. Well, you rolled the dice, and then you, like, act like you cast the spell. I thought you were, like, like a roll to hit or something.
1: Nope. I, uh, I cast it at second level. I healed myself for 19 points of damage. I look fine. <laughs> Mercer passes head back into the shop. Thanks for the experiment. Have a good day.
0: Yeah, don't come back here if you're looking to just buy him to blow yourself up more. Oh, I'll get it someday, just you wait. Okay. I will too. <laughs> <sighs> Alright. So that's Mercer. Now we come to Celine, Zabak, and uh, Esther. This is what's going on while Mercer's doing his purchases and stuff. We're going to say that took about 45 minutes. That's fine. Um, first things first, I need all three of you to make uh, perception checks. 13. Excuse me. 15 and, 10. 15
3: and
0: 10. The 10 does not see it. The 15 and the 13 do. Um, you guys see a far elf come out of a tent and walk up to a fire where he has, um, he's got bandages wrapped around one of his eyes and he has an arm in a sling. As he comes up to a fire where he's got a kettle heated up and he is um, essentially making tea. And then one of the penguins come over to him and start helping him out. You second guessed yourself,
1: didn't you? When you said the when you said the penguils, you second guessed yourself for a
0: second, didn't you? No. He did it. he doesn't want to admit it at all. I'm not gonna intentionally say penguins just to make you happy. Just wait. It's gonna happen. It's gonna slip out. You're a dork. Uh, yeah, so. Okay, do you guys do anything or you just keep walking? No. Nah.
1: Celine doesn't really care all that much.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, the I get. Why well, should I take it back? Correction. With where's Barrel, with uh, Esther,
0: or not Esther? Um, uh, Zabak.
1: Okay. Does it look like it's making eyes at Barrel at all? I mean, clearly it's probably more focused on the T. But
0: what are the chances it's more focused on the T? Okay. Like he knows people are walking by, but he treats it as if it's just more people walking by. He just okay. he doesn't pay any attention. You probably want to put your like cloak up and cover barrel.
1: Oh right,
3: right. It covers up barrel. Stay there.
1: Because let's be honest, they try to do something. Right. I'm I. We all know what Mercer's gonna do. It's mm-hmm. it's not gonna end well. Very
3: true.
0: So you guys keep walking. Um, you get about 40 feet away from the uh, the main building. Give me another perception check. 16. Oh, man. That's
3: going to be
0: 7 and 5. Okay, so the 16 sees it. 7 and 5, no. You see another far out walking towards... A tent, but has a crutch as one of its legs is um, got sticks on either side of it and is wrapped and basically keeping the knee from bending. Mm-hmm. And then just has some makeshift uh, crutches as it's walking. Okay, he does notice he's walking by, he looks over, stops, and huh? barrel is covered by the way mm-hmm. under the hood. Yeah, but the far elves are familiar with you guys as a party, though, too. Okay. Just because of the number of encounters. And he goes. Oh, crap. He kind of just turns, backs away a little bit. But you can tell he's like. It, he looks like he's ready to swing if somebody comes swinging at him. As he's like trying to back away but keeping an eye on you guys. Celine so sits there and goes.
1: I will forewarn you. The little angry munchkin is around. If you do anything stupid. I promise he will, he will come after you with ill intent and burn everything to the ground.
0: That's where she sees another penguin come out, about as tall as she is. And he goes, that would be a bad idea. You don't, You don't know the little guy. He doesn't know our village either. He don't care. We have a peace treaty with these people. And if your visitor is in our village, you will have the same peace treaty or you will get out. I don't care about the little guy or not. I'm just saying I'm forewarning you.
1: If they do anything stupid, it's going to be hellfire and brimstone.
0: And that's where a woman comes out and she put, she's another faro, she puts her hand on his shoulder and she goes I don't like it either, but we have a truce. Go back in the building. And he just kind of grumbles and Walks back in. She looks at the three of you and she goes, My apologies, and starts to walk back in. So he just nods and continues on. Okay. That's where Moki stops you and looks and she goes, Oh, by the way, this is Thricer. He's the guy kind of in charge of everything. And she looks back and she goes, They're trying to get to the edge of the world. I think they need to talk to you cuz you know a thing or two about that. And he goes, "That's
1: the same one that came out to talk to us." Hmm. That's the same same person, like the the, the guy who came out and was talking to Celine. That's the same one we're talking to now. Mhm. So Celine looks at him and goes, "I really recommend you giving this the fast track to the edge of the world so we can just be on our way and get out of here."
0: He looks at you and goes, Well, I'd love to do that, except um, the same problem we've been dealing with is a problem you'll have to deal with. That's fine. It won't be the first problem we've dealt with, it won't be the last. Well, let's make it to, let's go into the main hall, and uh, we'll sit and we'll talk. Perfect. So he leads you guys into the main hall. Moki comes with, and he sits you down and he goes, Despite what your guys' issues are with the Elves, Elves have been uh, part of this area of the world for longer than any of us have ever been. Um, That being said... there's a castle that you would have to sail past to get to the edge of the world. Unfortunately, some time back, something happened to the castle, and some sort of evil has caused the pass that allows travelers to get to the edge of the world. Um, Impossible to get to. You're able to sail your ship. If you're able to... You can sail a ship to the castle, but you won't be able to get past it. It's just the magic's going on around here now, as well as what was going on before, simply make it impossible.
1: So, how do we resolve this issue?
0: Um, that part I'm not sure of. I've set foot in the castle about 10 steps, and I heard the most horrifying screams and mourning that I just I heard two voices, but they talked in unison. And one was much deeper than the other. I don't know what it was, but there is something in that castle. Which is weird because that castle used to be owned by a far elf that was a friend. Didn't care for war, didn't care for um combat or uh um what's the word I'm looking for? Um uh, Conquest and domination of land and everything like that. Just wanted to live in his castle. Hasn't been there forever. What was his name? Uh, Let's see. Have a name. Aethylidon, yeah. Aethyl, A-E-T-H-I-L-I-D-O-N. This isn't a name that rings a bell at all through all of our other adventures. Okay. He goes, that being said, I will tell you this. What we see as a beacon of hope was also Aethylidon's companion is the creature that's following you around right now. Well, it was trying to take us, and she
1: points in the direction. And she's like, this is where it wanted us to go.
0: Yeah, that's the route you have to take to get to Thiladon's castle.
1: Uh, so, hunting we will go.
0: Uh-huh. Okay. Mercer makes his way up to the the main hall. My yeah, friend. he goes back to wherever he was supposed to meet up with the rest of them. Okay, so I need two perception checks. That's an eight, and that's a nineteen or an eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. So the eight doesn't see anybody as he passes that tent. The penguin and the uh, far elf have gone back into the tent. Um, as he goes past the other building, um, he sees four of the penguin guards that just kind of patrol the streets, talking to the uh, the far elf woman. And she's standing just in the doorway as they're talking to her and she's just like you can't make out what she's saying, but he can hear the he can tell that they're talking and conversing.
1: Does she see him?
0: Or is she too distracted talking to the guards? Um that's an eighteen. She looks up and sees him but doesn't give any attention to it. Like, he can tell she's made eye contact with him.
1: He waits for another second to see if she does anything else.
0: She looks at him. She just kind of goes... Gives Merc- an acknowledgement and then goes into the building. Mercer Mercer does that whole thing.
1: <laughs> Two fingers at the <laughs> eyes and then walks off. <laughs> <sighs>
0: Oh, boy. Okay. Get me
1: out of here. I'm gonna burn her
0: down. Uh, You, sir, are a dork.
1: Hey. When you've been attacked by someone your entire life, you tend to get froggy with them.
0: You don't get froggy. You get vengeful. That's what you do. I was trying to be polite. <laughs> Vengeful's just as polite. What are you talking about?
1: No, Froggy is at least you know it comes across nicer, whereas a vengeful just means I'm going to kill
0: him. No. Mm-hmm. No. Yep. Nope. Yep. In my books. <laughs> I ain't playing by your book. Mercer catches up with the others and just sees them all sitting there talking. Maybe somebody's got a bowl of soup or something. Okay. Did you guys get the
1: info we need to get the heck out of here? Celine sister looks at him and goes basically we gotta go to the tower and
0: this little guy over here next to uh, Thracer steps in. not a tower it's a castle There's a huge difference there the giant rock building
1: Celine just kind of shrugs that's okay. where we have to go and with that everybody give me uh, perception checks at advantage okay Mercer with a 16 celine with
0: a 24. Oh, to natural twenties, my dude. Okay, everybody hears it from back at the shoreline where you guys came from earlier. The most horrific uh, screeching and screams sounds a lot like the orca whale, the fiend shadow fiend orca whale you were fighting before. You sure, it's not the screams of a dying far elf. I am certain. Okay, then we're good. But this time it's ten times louder and you hear people screaming as they're starting to run. Okay, Mercer. Mercer immediately grabs a spear and he goes,
1: oh crap, this again. So of course Mercer and Celine get up and go running.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: This runs back follow.
0: Okay. You guys come running back out. So I'm gonna put you guys right here at the edge with Moki.
1: And by the way, while we're going, uh, I create my forest cannon. Okay. And temporary hit points.
3: Hmm. Right.
1: Get that get that going before we... Uh... Get into combat? Yeah. As so I've already used one second level spell slot.
0: Okay. So you guys come running out and you see another one of the orca whales coming up near the shore. But then you also see... I don't remember which one of you guys actually saw it, but then you also see the face of another creature, Selene, that pops up, and two of its fins that have popped up as well. You can tell that those are its claws coming up out of the water. Any relation to you, Zvek?
3: Oh, (laughs) hell no. I resent that. Ugh.
1: does look like a giant turtle. <laughs> I, mean, look I, I,
3: I Yeah, it kind of is.
1: Like a corrupted, evil turtle. 10, 20,
0: 25, 30, 25, 10, 15, 20, yeah, there we go. Jeez. So, uh, yeah, with that initiative. <laughs> okay. Now, a few things I'm gonna point out. These two icebergs are free floating and are capable of being used as platforms to stand on if you feel like you want to come out to the water to try to attack these things? Uh, no.
1: (laughs) If its arm span is that big,
0: (laughs) it means it can eat me in a bite. Not necessarily. So I'll tell you this. The two fins are treated as individual creatures from the head. It's just they have to stay in a certain proximity of the head itself. So are they like, excuse me, spectral hands? No. If you're standing in water up to your neck and you put your hands up out of the water, your hands and your head are out of the water but the rest of you still submerged under the water. Correct. That's what he's doing right now. It's his head and his hands are up out of the water. It's just in here it says The hands are treated as two individual creatures. I'm just saying if he's that big he can eat he can eat a human one bite. Does it have
1: it? it? I'll poke it from the shore.
0: As soon as you guys get up to the beach though you hear thricer and Moki both go it's the guna crap but I will tell you this it is gargantuan yeah it's that thing right there <laughs> no it's not that it's not that does that look like that
3: uh, it's this
1: thing yeah no I'm staying on shore forget that <laughs> Hopefully this thing can't get on land.
0: Oh no crap. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
3: I'm We're kidding. Cracking.
0: What I do need to do though is that other page go. <sighs> there it is. <laughs> So, right off the bat, Thricer and Moki both come to an agreement that Thricer is going to help get people to safety while Moki tries to help you guys stand guard. And From behind you, you also hear um, the woman that Mercer caught eye of before come running up and she goes, we're here to help. Looks right at Mercer and goes, don't even start with me right now. I kick you in your shin. After that thing bigger problem and you see the far elves go to either sides over to here and here and take up posts with bows and arrows try to take shots at these things so it's not already obvious big fight back what'd you get?
3: back got
1: a, not, oh, sorry, yeah, nine. Celine, she got a, uh, nineteen. Okay,
0: Esther, twenty-two. Ooh, Mercer, twelve. <laughs> That's not too terribly bad. All right, so in this very large eight-person battle going on Um, on the very end tail end of initiative is when the far elves will take their shots Mm -hmm. so they're just they're always at the very end so it's always so it's going to go esther selene the orca whale followed by the claws in the water then will be Mercer back Moki and the Gunicadite alright so start us off. Esther, what you doing?
1: Keep in mind we have not rested yet. We've used quite a few stars.
3: Esther's gonna hold our action.
0: See what everybody else does because she's like We're it, I'm low. Okay. <clears throat> These tents here are both uh, uh, ten feet tall each. Just okay. to clarify for you, uh, Celine. She is going to cast Chaos Bolt and smack the big thing right in its
1: face. Gosh. Okay. And that's going to be a twenty-four to hit. Yeah, just a second.
0: <sighs> okay. What did she roll to hit? 24. That's going to hit. Oh, six.
1: Three. Fire. So, five, six, seven, eight, nine, eleven 11 points fire damage.
0: Okay. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. It didn't look like it did nearly as much as it should have. That's fine.
1: Oh, this thing's from the, the shadow plane, right?
0: Um, or we believe it is. As far as you can tell, yeah, it's some sort of a fiend okay, cool. type of creature. Oh, try next turn back uh, bolt so it's the so that makes it the orcas turn and it's going to go under the water and 5 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45 50 55 60 and it pops up right here is it gonna throw the orca
3: hmm
0: is it gonna throw the orca you don't know you have no idea what it's gonna do that's awful those gargantuan um,
1: creatures are chucking large or huge creatures at us
3: <laughs>
1: and it's gonna flail around on the, the ice top
0: it's gonna be awful the hands <laughs> 5 10 15 20 25 15 20 30 20 25 30 35 40 I'll stop up right here. My 10 15 20 25 30 five, oh, right five, ten, Okay right here. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 40. And 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 35, 40. Okay, so the first hand does something, doesn't do anything, excuse me. The first hand, which is this one, uh, blasts this black ichor out in a 40-foot cone all of you got to make con saving throws as you're just on the edge of the cone.
1: Ooh, that's not good. All
0: right. All right, what did everybody get? Uh. Four and
3: twenty-three.
0: 23 makes it the 4 does not. Which one rolled the 4?
3: Esther.
0: Esther. So Esther's going to go prone from this. What did Celine and Mercer get? Celine at? got a 17 and
1: or sorry, no. No, that's not correct. Celine got a
0: oh, yeah, 17. Okay. Mercer got 10. Mercer is going to fall prone. So the two that fall prone take full damage. The other two are going to take half damage. 14 points necrotic damage. So 7 points for the two that made the save. So 14 and 7. them, and now it is Mercer's turn.
1: Mercer's going to stand up, and he's going to fly five feet back.
0: Is he still flying, or does he take flight? He takes flight. Okay. All right. Uh,
1: So, Havis movement, that's going to be ten. Actually, he... So, he... He flies back five and up five. Okay, so he's five feet off the ground. Ten feet off the ground now. Because basically he stands up, he flies back diagonally five feet, and then goes up five feet. So he's ten feet off the ground, but he's five feet back from where where it looked like that icker landed. Okay. So he's out of that crap again. And then he's going to... Um... Uh, force cannon the big guy that's going to be a 19 to hit him? yeah uh yes that hits okay so he takes 7 points force damage <clears throat> and then a 17
0: does a 17 hit him? Uh 17 going to hit him as well yes okay you said that was force damage? Yes. Okay. Five, seven, Eleven. 11 points thunder damage. 11 points thunder? Yes. All right, hang on a second. Let me get back to where I can actually write stuff again. Give me those damages. What was the force damage? Seven. Seven, and then the thunder? Uh. 11. So, 19 all together. Okay. Okay. The thunder damage does not look like it did as much as it should have. Okay. Well,
1: that is the only element
0: that I can do at the moment. Alright. So, that was Mercer. Um, It is Zabak's turn.
2: Nope.
3: I'm going to move toward the claw on my left. This one? Yeah, I'm going to move up 15 feet.
0: You're going to move up 15 feet? Mm
3: -hmm. And throw my returning
0: javelin at it.
3: Okay. that's 24
0: to hit. That's going to hit. Six. The sound of that wind outside is pretty much how it sounds right now in this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Javelin's a d6. Oh, okay, minimal damage. Love that. Point. So that's a uh, point of
3: damage.
0: Plus your strength. Oh, eight points. Eight points to the hand? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay.
1: No, Are you asking or telling? Uh, no, telling I did not get a nap today, so I am
3: tired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Alright, so that was Zabak. Is she still staying right here?
3: No, uh, she's gonna back, back up.
0: Back up 15? Mm-hmm. Back to where she was at? Okay, so that was the, was that the back? Yep, that was the back. Moki's turn. She. Let's see here. (laughs) As she creates a five foot radius centered on this guy, the the fiendish orca whale, and 40 feet high cylinder that beams down on top of it, and she casts moonbeam as she just. And she looks at you guys and goes, you handle the big guy, I take care of this thing. Okay. I well. Uh, da 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 da. And it has to take, make a con saving throw. Pretty sure it failed said con saving throw. So 13, her BC is a 14, so she hit. da 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 I need to roll. points radiant damage please tell me this guy is weak to radiant damage he is so you just see this burning radiant light that looks like moonlight come down and just and she's holding it she's like just holding it on him uh 102 minus 28 100 minus 20 would be 80. 82, 81, 80, 79, 79, 79, 73. Yes, I have a very weird way of doing math. And the orca whale did not like that at all. So that was her turn. Um, Big guy's turn. Doo, 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 doo. This is where things get very, very interesting. As the plane of the shadow's power radiates off of the Gunkadite, um, he creates a burst of darkness that expands out 300 feet and functions like the darkness spell. So everybody is under the effects of the darkness spell. 300 feet centered on him. Awesome. And that is his turn. We are back up to the top of the... oh! End of initiative. helps uh, launch off a volley of arrows. How do they see it? Huh? How do they see it? Oh, darn it. You're right. That's a disadvantage. They launch off a volley of arrows and they miss and they're like, ah, this freaking darkness. kind of sucks because I rolled a natural 20 on one of those rolls too. Uh (laughs) Dang it. So back up the top of the line, it is Esther's turn. Well, here's the thing, kids.
3: I'm touching my staff, so I, I guess I'll cast light on my staff.
0: not sure how that would work in the Darkness spell. Right, okay, so the Darkness spell itself is obviously not as per the spell because of the altered effects from the Gunkadai. Uh, let's see here. A creature with dark vision can't see through the darkness and non-magical light can't illuminate it. This is magical light, so it does illuminate. So the effects of, features you a point, so the effects of your light spell allow you guys to see in whatever range. torchlight. Yeah. Uh, 20 feet. Uh, yeah. So 20 feet out, you guys can see perfectly fine, but you're still inside the darkness spell because it spanned out 300 feet. Well, this gives us a little
3: time to think, what are we doing, guys? If we can't
1: see it, we can't hit it. And that's her turn. That's all she can do. Yeah, we're. I mean, unless Moki, do you got daylight?
0: Um, uh, no. I think the wise. I think maybe. we should retreat. No, I don't. Run away! Live to fight another day. That being said, give me a minute. I might be able to help at least somewhat. Not quite literally a minute, just until it comes to her turn again.
3: Right,
0: right. Well, that's the end of Esther's turn then. Okay. Do, 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 do. This here again. All right. So Celine's turn. Uh, <clears throat> she's going to
1: hold her action. Basically, basically, what she's going to do is if somehow Moki can. Light the way to the big guy. Mm-hmm. As soon as she can see it, she casts banishment.
0: Okay. Interesting. Okay. Um. So you're basically holding your action until Moki,
1: assuming something. that she can light up that far out. As soon as she gets, as soon as she sees it. Blowing it out of existence, hopefully.
0: Oh, excuse me. Okay. So that is Celine's turn. It's the orca's turn. Uh, you guys cannot see the orca at the moment, so you can't tell what it's going <clears throat> to do. Um, it's the hands. <sighs> Let's see. All right, two sets of con saving throws. Did Esther use half her movement to stand back up? Okay. Mercer is the only one that does not need to make that saving throw.
1: DC. Hmm. DC. Tell me what you rolled and I'll tell you if you made it. That's um, so I've always done it. For sure I failed. I got 12 and a 14. 13 and 11. 12 and 14.
0: You said two sets of con saving throws. Two uh, rolls. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, so let's go with the first round first. Um, 12 will be the first one. Okay. What about Esther and Zabak? What was the first set of rolls they got? 13
3: and 11.
0: Okay. So everybody fails it. they all go prone again.
2: Oh, I did it worse than that one. Hang on.
0: So for the first one, well you guys got lucky, that's all lower rolls, Ten, four, six, seven, eight, 9 points necrotic damage. Okay. And then for the second round of con saving throws, you guys are prone at the moment. Uh, disadvantage on attack rolls, and attack rolls against the creature have advantage if the attacker is within 5 feet, so you guys are fine. Um, Your only movement options are Crawl unless you stand up and they're right in the condition. So you guys don't have a disadvantage on the saving throw. Fourteen. Fourteen, that still fails. Six and uh, twenty-three.
3: Okay,
0: the twenty-three makes it, so that'll be half damage. The six will take full damage.
3: What's the minimum damage you can do?
0: Four, which I didn't do four, but I came pretty close. It did seven.
3: Um, Esther's
0: out. she just at zero right now? Yep. Okay. How
3: so, much was that damage?
0: Seven. Okay. Yeah. That's the hands. It is now Mercer's turn. Mercer's gonna fi- fire
1: blindly. Nineteen uh, is my lowest. That's still a hit. Okay.
3: Oh yeah, the light's gone. Okay.
1: Ooh, nice! Oh wait, no, that's a two. Nine points force damage. Nine points force yep. damage. Yep. And a uh, sixteen to hit. Yeah, that's my lowest. That'll that'll hit. Cool. Twenty-two points, Thunder.
0: So eleven. So a solid twenty points. What are you hitting? The, this guy? guy, yeah. Okay.
1: Twenty, so fifty-one. Just firing blindly in the dark. Whack! I think I hit. Whoosh! Whack! I think I
0: hit it again. Stupid thing. <laughs> considering you know, terrible circumstances at the moment.
1: And then he flies back another five feet and five feet up.
0: Okay. Um, just a second. Let me see if I have
1: He's 15 feet up in
0: the air at the moment. Right. I got that. That's not what I'm about. Oh you're fine. I'm not So you way. said you went five feet back, five feet up. Now you're another five feet back and another five feet up, right? Yep. Alright, so that puts you here. Yep. I'm just
1: ensuring that I am outside of oh blast wave.
0: <laughs> oh blast wave, the yep.
1: the oh crap. Yep. <laughs> I can hit it outside of that, so I'm doing so.
0: All right, uh, Zabak's turn.
3: She's gonna drag Esther backwards. She's gonna like kind of, she's gonna use half her speed to stand up and drag Esther backwards.
0: Okay, so that takes up twenty feet. Grabs her and drags her back. How far?
3: Twenty feet. 15,
0: 20, okay, you guys are pretty much off the table. Yeah, at that it's point.
3: Fine. As, as far back as you can physically.
0: Okay, so I put you guys here on the other table.
3: Am I out of the darkness? <sighs> uh, no. Okay. 300, 300 foot... Oh, centered on us?
1: Centered on him. Oh. So you're talking like okay. the dark magical darkness is out here, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Past his computer.
3: Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're in trouble. We need, we need to get out of here. I think.
0: Alright, so that's Zabak's turn. Um... It is Moki's turn. Let me see here. So Moki looks over and goes, Where's she at? Where's Esther? I have to be able to see her. Where's she at? Back here. I can't see her. I can bring her back, but I can't. I have to be able to see her. You
3: can't see anything in the darkness anyway, you fool.
0: <sighs> if you can get her back up here, I can heal her. All right, all right. And she starts to do this whistling sound that sounds more like a flute with a very interesting. Um, song about it um everybody is considered an ally so all of you guys within 30 feet of her that can hear her but you all can you gain immunity to cold damage you have advantage on all saving throws and ability checks and attack rolls until the start of her next turn Cool, sweet so straight rolls yes. so the music kind of starts to cause the darkness to just slightly fade just enough to where you can kind of make out. It's almost as if you guys have a very faint version of dark vision. You kind of can see each other and can see out a little bit just to the point where you can see. But this only lasts for one round. Okay. Um. Ah. And, uh, yeah, that Moonbeam Spell. She is going to cause the Moonbeam Spell to move right over to him, because she can't see the Fiend Workish whale at the moment. She can't see it either. <laughs> but the the song is allowing her concentration to help a little bit. Uh, so that's her turn. It's the big baddies turn, and. That, it is Esther's turn again.
3: Death saving throw. Hmm? Death saving throw, I got a 13.
0: Okay, so that's one success. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, Then it's Celine's turn. She's gonna stand up,
1: okay, and she's gonna move back 15 feet.
0: That's it. That's it. Okay. Um, work turn. gonna... Did he do his thing? Or at least I thought he did. I thought that's no. what you were doing when I walked away. No. Because um, it's not his turn, it's the hands turn. The hands... 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 35, 40, right here. And this thing starts to float forward right here. It stays right there. Alright. Hand can't hit anything at the moment. Um, so that makes it Mercer's turn. Shot in the dark.
1: I got I Yeah, got, He still has line yeah. of sight. Okay. Just want to make sure. Uh, that's going to be a fifteen. Fifteen, right? On the money. Beautiful. And then thunderbolt. That's going to be a twenty-three. Just blind firing away. <clears throat> Thirteen points. Force damage. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Twenty six thunder.
0: Okay. So after the resistance, twenty six total. All right. Is that Mercer's turn? Yeah, that's all he can do. Zaback's turn.
3: Alright, she's going to take Esther back over to the
0: penguin. Right up to the... Yeah. And drag her up to right here? Uh-huh. Alright. Okay. Is that her, what all she's doing?
3: Yeah, she can't see anything yet. So okay.
0: she's
3: like,
0: uh... Yeah. Um, so it's Moki's turn at that point. The, uh... Did Mercer attack with disadvantage? He did. He and he still to, hit. He was supposed to do it normally. He still hit. Okay. So it doesn't matter. All right. Well, I mean, Moki was trying to give you guys all an opportunity to just be able to attack normally against this thing on your turn. Correct. I forgot about that. So I rolled with disadvantage and I still hit. So. The problem is it goes away now and she can't do it again. So <clears throat> Well, I mean, it still helped regardless. Right. Right. So, Moki, uh, still holding the, the moonbeam thing, goes, Crap. <sighs> drops the moonbeam, looks down at uh, Esther, and casts Healing Word. Yay. Um, however, What level spell was that? First level spell... See one little thing here, real quick, before I make any assumptions here. Uh, she's going to cast this using a third-level spell slot, so it'll be three d four. Oh shoot! dice down and it's plus her spellcasting ability modifier so right off the bat right off the bat uh, Esther's healed six points Uh, as well as An additional 10 points on top of that. Alright. She looks over and she goes, Are you okay?
3: Kinda,
0: I guess. Oh. I mean, you did just get healed for 16 points. Yeah. So, I hope you're doing okay. Better than I was. She goes, I'll try to help keep you safe if you can create that light spell again. At least it'll kind of help us.
3: Right. I can do
0: that all right um and it's this guy's turn big dude's turn he's gonna move 5 10 15 20 to right here 35
1: okay do i hear a large as water moves because that's a lot of water being displaced um
0: uh, That's like
1: Godzilla coming out of water.
3: Yeah, we should be able oh, to I hear know,
0: that. I know. So but that doesn't mean he can't still that. stealth. So go ahead and give me a
1: perception. But d- he didn't stealth before he moved.
0: You also weren't trying to make a perception check until you decided to ask after the fact.
1: No, I there would be large movement of water. <laughs> Mercer gets a uh,
0: 12. Yeah, Mercer hears it just fine. He wasn't intentionally just (laughs) over. He was slowly moving over. But it was more or less, it's like one of those his hands are here and he's just kind of going hit me now, jerk. (laughs) Mercer flies up and still hits him. Well, he's
1: exactly so he flies. We have in. three quarters cover. So when he goes up another ten feet, he's golden.
0: Mm, I don't think he is. We're talking what? He's how many feet up in the air? Fifteen now? feet
1: up in the air now. Fifteen, so twenty. And he go another ten. Yes.
0: Fifteen. Another ten to here. Right? Is that what you're saying?
1: So, Mercer would be standing here. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If anything, this guy would have half cover, but I know you ignore half cover. Yep. I'm
3: crunching away on that mat.
0: It's because it got cold, and so it
1: split and shattered.
3: Are you just breaking
1: it more as
0: you roll across Mm -hmm. it? Why? Because there's nothing I can do about it. Why not get, like, a wooden board or something to lay down on there? I will have to, but
1: until then, I'm breaking up the thing I have.
0: (laughs)
3: Uh. Oh, man.
0: Anyway. Uh, That's the end of that. Top the line. Esther's turn.
3: Light on my staff. And I take flight. Okay. About 10 feet
0: up. So now you're flying 10 feet so up. So you can see Mercer's feet now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright. Uh, <clears throat> Celine's turn. Now that she can see. Remember,
1: it's the equivalent to a torchlight. Yeah, so she can see. She's going to Esther. That's why she was moving back, when we could all see each other. Oh, okay. Yeah, they'd run around me. Put this one right here. Uh, second level. Where's my other D8? There we go. <laughs> Additional 13 points. Esther is healed.
3: Thanks. I appreciate
1: not dying. How are you looking now?
3: Oh, I she's more than half been healed
1: there. like 29 hit points. I'm hoping she's looking pretty good.
3: Better than I was.
1: That's her action.
0: Right here. Oh. Five. This hand moves to right <laughs> here. Nice.
3: Why not just get rid of it now?
1: Because when I'm over here at my desk, Mercer's turn. So, like I said, he goes up 10 feet. shot. Splash. Double threes. <laughs> that missed. There we go. Um, that's going to be a uh, 23. That disadvantage? Uh-huh. A 14 and a 17. I take the 14. I add plus 9. Jeez. uh 15 points of what? Thunder. Both both the spells are are resistant, so it doesn't matter. Here, fishy, 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 fishy. Boosh. Found you. be getting annoyed.
0: Yeah, you haven't really bothered him all that much though, either. Alright. It's Mercer's turn, Zabak's turn.
3: Zabak can't see anything to hit, so she's just going to hold her action until she sees something she can hit.
2: Okay. And
0: that makes it Moki's turn. She goes "Uh, uh, Okay. Time to go on the offensive. (laughs) And she Oh wait, no, she can't. Hang it. Yeah, so she instead. Um, how far away is Mercer from her? Uh, so five ten.
1: So five ten, and then twenty five feet up in the air. Okay. So you can do your whole target theory? theorem and figure it out, but I'm not. (laughs) I'm going to say I'm 35 feet away.
0: Uh, So, she looks up at Mercer and goes, Thing from where I'm at and I can help you do better. Come here.
1: I can only move 10 feet around. I'll be there in three rounds. <laughs>
0: Six, 12, 18 seconds. Get your butt down here. But Then I can't hit it. <sighs> she goes, okay, fine. Looks over at uh, Esther and she goes, how you feeling about uh, attacking?
3: I mean, if I could
0: see the thing to hit it, yeah. Mercer's just sister. there. It's that way. Just shoot and hit it.
3: All right.
0: She's not gonna be able to do it. It's got total cover on her line of sight.
1: Well, I'm saying you got you got fly up near me and fire.
0: I can do that. She go She reaches over. She tests. Touches Esther, and she goes. Hopefully this helps you from. um, This helps you from uh, falling so quickly. She reaches out. She casts heroism on uh, Esther. If you're willing, you're immune to being frightened, and you gain six temporary hit points. Yeah, she's gonna need more Mercerwood, anyways. And that's what she can do for the moment. Uh, Big guy's turn. Yeah, no. Uh... Back up to the top of the line, Esther.
3: Rolithim Psychic Lance! I name the Sea Kraken mf How far away from me is he?
0: Doesn't that spell say you need to be able to see your target?
3: If your named target isn't visible, but still in range, you can still hit it. <laughs> hmm.
0: What's How, the range of the spell?
3: 120 feet. How far away am I?
0: You are 45... Well, no, you're not 45. This is... You're within 120. 20, and then... halfway down to this guy's swim? Well... Yeah, I guess that depends. Uh, duh, 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 duh. So, 5, 10, 15, 20, 20 30, 35, 40, 45, 55, 6, 60, 65. That's 70 there.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Keep going. Hmm? Okay. He's trying to figure out how far down it, it can go. But that means his hands go with him. No, it
3: doesn't.
0: Mm. Well, depending on how deep he goes. Yeah.
3: Is he within 120 feet of me?
0: Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Mm. This takes math that I am terrible at. Um, what's 70 divided by 5? 14. Oh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Did he go more than forty feet? That's what I'm trying to figure. No, he didn't go more than forty feet. He only went forty feet down. Uh, okay. So how
3: far out? How how far out? I'm just gonna
0: say yeah. You can hit it. Okay. What does it need to do?
3: He needs to give me. Intelligence saving
0: throw. Intelligence saving throw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the a three is not gonna do it. Sure is a. Let's see, that's how many D seven. Seventy-six. Yep.
3: 2d6.
1: How about it? Sweet. Oh, here you go.
3: Thank you, my good sir. Oh. 26 points of damage. Ow! And he's incapacitated till the start of my next
0: turn. So he can't drown. Uh, That part does not happen. Well, the they Either me me. Oh, fuck that. Alright, so you said 26 points? Mm-hmm. It's 20 Christmas. Okay. Watching. Um, so it's Esther's turn, Celine's turn.
1: There is nothing she can do,
0: okay. spell dissipates and you guys do not see him anymore
2: ah shit
0: combat is over
3: esther lands rather heavily my head hurts
0: uh and just kind of looking at her going you're in pain look i know you fell but jeez
3: no, man, Give the rest of
0: us a little bit of credit. I know,
3: but my head hurts now. It always hurts after I do that stupid psychic glance.
0: <sighs> well, seems to be gone for now. Gotten everybody cleared away from this area, so let's go back inland. Where, uh, unless you guys want to get to your ship and head out,
3: I'm all for getting the hell out of here.
0: I'll go with you and help guide you there, but sure,
3: let's go. I'm not going into the
0: castle, that's
2: fine. Okay. So. We <laughs> <She fell> <laughs> <doo>, <laughs>
0: So um, as you guys get ready to leave uh, the woman from earlier Mm -hmm. approaches and she goes listen you have nothing to worry about from me too many of our people are injured and the ship's too heavily damaged Um, as far as I'm concerned I'm not going to come after you but the Archimandrite is but well, he's hell on trying to get to you guys. So. Well, he sure is hell bent.
3: He just that just
0: be, be prepared. Yeah. Just saying.
3: Be prepared.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, so, if you guys are ready to. guys are ready to head out Um, as you guys start to make your way back to your ship thricer comes walking out to you wait 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 a minute what I have something for you okay perhaps it will help you on your uh, journey as well as it's my thanks for you helping trying to help us fight off that creature and save our village okay and he hands you a mantle goes, it's, it's called the uh, cetate, cetacean? citation. No, C-E-T-A-C-E-A-N. Spell that again slower. C-E-T-A-C-E-A-N. I don't know. Uh, I it's not It's not crustacean. Yeah, no, that was what I was originally going to say was crustacean. I'm calling it cetacean. Okay. The cetacean mantle. Um so it's a black and white mantle lined with sharp orca teeth. Was it do? Um
1: or is it just the cool mantle
0: well it is magical you have to spend some time with it I personally don't know what it does I just know it's been helpful I was never explained its abilities okay and I was never comfortable with putting it on but I know it's rare and I know that it's valuable and I think it might be more beneficial to you guys than it will be to any of us okay I appreciate it. thank you mm-hmm um, so you guys are looking at... Cetacean. Yeah. Cetacean? Yeah. I didn't even know that was a real word, but okay. It is. Yeah, it's like
3: a cousin to the porpoise or some
1: crap, right? It, well, it's just a marine man- mammal of the order of the that, which is
0: classifies as a whale dolphin or porpoise.
3: Cetacea?
0: <laughs> okay, so I said it right. Cool. Even when I wasn't trying to. Fantastic. Big brain, babe. Um, So it's going to be roughly about four hours to get to the castle. Um, The waters have since calmed, ever since the creature dove back down into the water. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: So
0: it's a safe bet to say that if you guys are going to take off, now is the time to do it without any risk of...
3: Oh, we do it. Let's
0: go. Um, While you are on your ship... So, anything you plan to do? <clears throat> nope. Um, you said four
1: hours, right? Yes. Marshall's going to try it. Doesn't know if it's going to work. But he's going to go into the... um. Crap. I called. Basically where all the little magical trinkets are.
0: The
1: Arcanium. Arcanium, thank you. I'm tired too. <laughs> My brain's not working.
0: Your brain's never working.
1: Yeah, well, worse now because I'm tired. Um And he's going to go find a little corner to, to cozy up in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's going to go sleep.
0: Going to try to get some sleep? Four hours of sleep? Well,
1: it, time and space go differently in there sometimes.
0: Oh, so he's, the hope is that maybe he can pull off an eight-hour sleep in four hours? Yeah,
1: he's calling. He's, he's looking for a Hail Mary.
0: <laughs> Does he tell anybody about this, or is he just going to do it? Because if it works, you'd think you'd want your whole party in there doing that, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> so Here's the problem, though. Or don't think about stuff like that. No, he.
1: That's. <laughs> I will say that there is a fifteen percent chance he does that. And that is a seventy-eight. So no, he goes and hides off in a without even thinking about it. He's just like, I wonder.
0: Is he trying to sneak off, or does he just go? Oh no, he just
1: wonder he, he. They all know he goes there all the time but okay. the rest of well I mean other than maybe Locked On and I want to say Bruno, but that's not his name. <laughs> I can't remember his name Save my life
0: you're talking about your dwarf friend yeah
3: uh, <laughs> burp, <no. laughs>
0: you almost said Brody too didn't you no I'm, I'm just I'm
1: I was gonna say Brody.
0: No, but you're you're, you're on the right track. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have I love these moments.
1: <laughs> I seriously to life to me. I bolo bolo. Yeah. I other really than those two, <clears throat> I mean, Celine goes in occasionally and will grab some type of item, but she doesn't go in all that often. It's not something that intrigues her. Um so no
0: they just okay so what we are going to say is because this isn't a normal thing that you typically will do yeah but I have said that time typically functions differently in there yep um First, I'm going to have you make an Arcana check. And if you make the DC on the check, I will give you a 50-50 chance. If you fail it, I'm going to give you a 25% chance that you get in eight hours and four hours.
1: I assume I get the magical in nature, right? Mm -hmm. The magical check. The bonus. The bonus. Since it's it's magical in nature, I I can use for, like, my check.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Oh, Yeah. What'd you roll? Uh that's going to be a
0: 31. You barely make it. I was making it nearly impossible because you're trying to take advantage of something that's literally random. Yeah. So I made the DC a 30. You just barely made it. That's right. not
1: that's not even using my flash of genius, by the way.
0: Oh I know. <laughs> I, I already had planned on that, and I was going to tell you that the room doesn't let you use your flash of genius trying to make this work. Because <laughs> we both know the room is more powerful than you are. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to give a slight benefit to you and say, 50 or above. Mm-hmm. And you can pull off an eight-hour sleep. If not, you only get a short rest. Thank you. But you get... Got a 40. I gave you a chance.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Like you said, Mercer didn't know if it was going to work or not. He Mm -hmm. just gave it a shot. All
0: right. So you get a short rest. Does everybody else take a short rest? Yeah. Alright. At least there's that. So you can heal up to half of your uh, max hit die. So...
1: Wow, buh, 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 buh,
0: buh. Okay, so. Alright, the so Mercer's sleeping. Everybody else takes a short rest. Okay. anything else anybody's going to do in the uh, last three hours? Nope. Nobody's going to study the mantle or anything? Is anybody able to study the mantle? Mercer hasn't put it in his bag, so. Well, well, I don't think know. any of you would be able to wear it though, either, would you? Because you've all either got jackets or cloaks on. Correct, but
1: depending on what it did, and the problem is, is Mercer's is a, is a matching set. Yeah, yeah, that is true. He doesn't want it uh, right now. He. Okay. So he's kind of at a catch twenty two. But Okay. I mean I I assume outside of the game is kinda of probably like the mantle of the manta ray.
0: Uh no. So uh it makes you resistant to cold damage. And killer whales are indifferent toward you and will not attack you unless you threaten or harm them directly. Uh, On top of that, once per day is an action. The mantle folds over your head and shoulders, forming a large whale's maw that lasts for one minute. This maw grants you a killer whale's bite attack. While the Maw is active, you cannot use your own mouth, rendering you unable to speak, drink potions, or cast spells with verbal components. As a bonus action, you can end the effect before the duration is complete. Yeah. I I pictured that like one of those uh, video game Venom moments where the whole body turns into a giant mouth and just kind of goes, Ka-chomp! Yeah. (laughs) Real quick. Yeah. So we're still strapped
1: for spell slots. Uh, All right.
0: Hey, this is Kent, your Dungeon Master. Do you make stuff for 5e tabletop role-playing games? Maybe it's content like a new monster, an item, new spell even. Or possibly you make other stuff for 5e games. Miniatures, maps, whatever. Our podcast is opening up sponsorships for your business. And we want to help you advertise what you have and give it a first-hand experience by players for players. So, contact us on our Facebook page at the LARP channel or email us directly, dragonbornwarlock at gmail.com, and let us help you. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at the LARP channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.